Welcome to You Relevant, the podcast that is all about helping you find relevance in the economy of now. My name is Mike Wheeler, and I'm an online instructor, entrepreneur, and cloud career coach. I gravitate towards tools and tech that enable you to create something new, advance your career, and find the intersection between attainable and essential. Let's talk about nonprofit success. There's a ton of resources in this space. And if you recall, if you joined me last week, we talked specifically about the financial services cloud. And I had you know, the question come in from Christina, where she actually is working in the nonprofit space. And then I had someone else reach out on LinkedIn asking about nonprofit success. And so I thought, well, this would be a good topic for today. And it is another cloud offering by Salesforce. But beyond that, beyond that being focused on individuals that work in that space, I want to take a higher view of this as well. This will serve a couple of purposes. This will be another example of how you can niche down in any industry. And I'm going to be using the nonprofit space as an example but also the reason that this particular niche or industry is so important and powerful to anyone that's wanting to get started out in Salesforce is because it is one of the two primary ways that I tell people to make their own experience. And so uh, just kind of rewinding a little bit, you will be told when you're starting out in anything, whether it's Salesforce or making pizzas or washing cars or working at Home Depot, if you've never done those sort of things before, you will be told that you don't have enough experience. And it's that the typical catch 22 chicken and egg scenario is how do you get experience without a job? How do you get the job without experience? And so the advice that I always give and I preach from this side of the monitor is to make your own experience. And you can do that one of two ways. And that would be growing where you're planted. And that would be in an existing job, you raise your hand or you try to work Salesforce into your existing job. Another way is that you can volunteer. Now, typically, there's not a lot of volunteer opportunities out there, but if you're going to find volunteer work, your best odds of finding something would be with a nonprofit organization. First off, on the Trailhead community, there's these nonprofit community groups. And so one way that you can start to network and find volunteer opportunities beyond some of the uh, volunteer boards that I'm going to share here momentarily is to connect with the nonprofit space as it relates to Salesforce in your local community. And there's a lot of these groups here. I'm just going to scroll through and I'll give you the link as well. But here's like Boston US has 985 members. Hyderabad, India has 34 members. Kochi, uh, three. Jackson. U.S., I'm not sure which Jackson, Bozeman, Montana, 92 members. So uh, you see that some of these are larger than others, but you can get involved or start your own nonprofit community. Let me give you that link. And in there, you will learn about what's going on in the nonprofit space in your local community. And here's the link in the chat for that. And I believe you can filter this down. Perhaps not. I thought there was a way you could do a map. I've seen maps of this before, but as you can see, there's a ton of these community groups. And so here's Pittsburgh, US, may have to log in. So you can get more details around that. Here's where you can gain a lot of intelligence on people in a specific industry. And they have these community groups for other industries as well. 
We just happen to be talking about the nonprofit space, but you can see here recent posts and the 214 members and you can get names and information. So this is a way to do some direct uh, networking and trying to get an inroads for some of these opportunities. All right, so next resource are some websites that will reveal some volunteer opportunities. Now, uh, the first one is Taproot. And so let me give you that link. And this will be a link specific to searching for the term Salesforce, okay? And so in the chat, first up is Taproot. And there you go on that. And so there are several projects that are self, Salesforce related. And there's one for a Salesforce implementation with Redefiners World Languages, Inc. Estimated completion time is six to nine weeks in Tampa, Florida. There's a Croatian Institute in Durham, North Carolina, six to nine week project Salesforce related. And then there's other things that mention Salesforce, but are maybe not Salesforce specific. Here's to empower women. Falls Church, Virginia, and it's a WordPress website developments. And here's Salesforce development for international child advancement out of Buffalo, New York. Now, why am I going into all this? Um, a lot of people are lazy. They don't want to give away their time. They want things to just come easily. So this is a filter to filter those people out. Now, you have opportunities out there to raise your hand and say, I'll do that for free. Uh, typically, these are volunteer opportunities. They're not paid. But what this gives you once you've done a successful implementation is experience on your resume and stories to tell in the interview room. That is what it's about. And if you need to work on anything, even beyond your Salesforce skills, it would be your communication and storytelling skills so that you have the ability to convince someone, even though you don't have a lot of experience, that you're confident, you'll be able to figure things out and you're able to answer the questions, what have you done on the platform? What is the most complex thing that you've solved on the platform? And you can demo that on an iPad or your phone or with printouts in an interview to be able to show that you've actually done some of these things. You've been presented with real world challenges and then as well, you may come away with references, the people that can vouch for your ability or endorse your skills on LinkedIn and the list just goes on and on. So a website such as Taproot is one to where uh, there are organizations that post a project and then there's volunteers that search for a project and it's like this matchmaking service. And, but there's still the interview process. Now, typically with these different websites, and I'll show another one here in a moment, they will limit the number of applicants. And so you want to apply and then they will decide those from that pool of applicants whom they would like to interview. Typically it's more than one, and but it's somewhere between three to five people interviewing. So there's some competition. This gives you practice for interviewing as well and identifying your weaknesses. And you've got to win the opportunity to give away your time basically, which may sound foreign or wrong, but having a successful implementation or project or anything Salesforce related on your LinkedIn profile and your resume is truly, it's like gold. It really opens up the opportunities for you even before you're certified. You don't have to be certified in order to do this. And with the resources I share with you today and the free course that I've shared with you, you'll be well on your way to be a, being able to understand what you need to know that is different or a potential gotcha 
related to the data model of the nonprofit space because it is vastly different. So it's not, a, it's not a cakewalk, I might add. All right, so this is Taproot. Next is Catch a Fire. We briefly looked at Catch a Fire last week, but I'm gonna give you the link for this. And uh, just, I was kind of interested to see if there were still any volunteer opportunities on Catch a Fire, and there were. And so here's a CRM audit. Here's Salesforce training for families empowered. So, you know, you may have an opportunity to do something similar to what I do, which is training. And it is some organization called Families Empowered that I guess has implemented Salesforce. And now they need someone to train their users and their volunteers. Here's another CRM uh, audit, database audit, a lot of these. Here's a setup one. So this one is more I think these audit ones are evaluating Salesforce and other CRMs and trying to evaluate and tell them which one they should use. So it's not such a specific admin type of thing, but here would be one that would fall under that. This would be this customer database setup uh, with full spectrum features, NFP. And then here's another setup and another audit. So there's about eight projects. So if you can get any of these, really, it's something that you can put on your resume. And there's more details on how this all works somewhere on their website. So for volunteers, uh, discover catch a fire. And this will explain how they work, okay? So uh, I see Deidre raised her hand. Um, um, so Deidre, if you could, if you have a question, if you could put it in the Q&A and uh, if you're wanting to ask, oh, that's another thing. So if you have a question, you can type it up in the Q&A and I can just answer it. Or if you want to try and talk, I can unmute you and you can then turn on your microphone. I've got to ask to unmute you and then you turn on your microphone. So just let me know in the Q&A, anyone else. Uh, all right, that's good. So no harm, no foul, Deidre. She accidentally raised her hand. So, but with that being said, if you would like to try to appear on audio, which may lead to you being in a future episode of my podcast, for example, then uh, just put in the Q&A your question and then just put in parentheses microphone or audio or something like that. All right, so here's kind of a diagram or more information though on how Catch Fire works. Taproot is very similar. All right. So now some of the resources that I share in this course on my platform, which if you just go to learn.mikewheelermedia.com, you can find it. And I shared the link previously, but it's bootcamp part eight, or you can always search for it as well. Uh, where's my search? Huh, I've got to search for my search. This will take me back to browse. Nope. So here's my search. So you could just do nonprofit. And this will pull up any courses, which are called collections on my platform and any specific videos where I talk about any sort of concept. So I do encourage you to use my website as a search engine as well. It's, I think it's an under-realized resource that is out there and available to you. So, but this should be available uh, to you. Uh, all right, so now, but inside of this, I've got a lot of resources. And so for example, finding volunteer Salesforce opportunities, that's the final lesson in that course. And there's more resources there as well. So I do encourage you to check out any resources there. But one that I mentioned in that course is how you can install the nonprofit success pack 
in your own free developer account. Now, uh, let me give you this link as well. This is the NPSP latest install link. And this changes, but Salesforce sets it up to dynamically redirect to the most latest release. So this is the, I guess, evergreen link, if you will, that I'm putting in the chat right now. And NPSP stands for Nonprofit Success Pack. It used to be called the Success Plan. They changed it to Pack. And so there's details on how to install that. I also walk you through how to install that in the free course that I just gave you as well. Now, uh, there's a, a, few, a few steps that I would recommend that you do uh, when you're working in the nonprofit space is that I would encourage you to start off with installing uh, the nonprofit success pack in a free developer account not one that you care about or that you've done a lot of work in or you've done a lot of customizations or one that you plan to use for your trailhead trails, but a separate new free developer account that you could then install the nonprofit success pack in because it does fundamentally change the data model. So I don't want you to mess up some org that you care about or something that may be hard to get or revert back to its original state, all right? And uh, the reason why that's important is I'll show you some of the data models and what this looks like here momentarily and keep those questions coming in and uh, make sure my messages are not popping up on the screen. So I'm gonna quit my messaging. There's a lot of chatter about the HOA election. So I can talk kind of freely about this now. I lost, so, mm. oh well, I'm over it. So. Let me share my screen, sorry. Told you I was in squirrel mode. So here we go, let me share this. <clears throat> All right, so the last link I gave was the um, installation. And, um, but tread lightly, don't put it in an existing org, but get some practice in a free developer account with this work through my course to get your feet wet a little bit before you start interviewing for volunteer opportunities, because you need to understand some concepts that are not readily apparent when you're starting out and can get you in trouble, especially if you're inheriting an org that has already installed a nonprofit success pack. They may be on an older version like version two and need to upgrade or they may be on an older version that's somewhere in version three and need to upgrade. They may have implemented the household account model. And if you don't know what that is, you're going to bomb out on your interview. Or if you happen to pass the sniff test and they hire you as a volunteer, you may blow things up. So the last thing you want to do is to wreck the implementation for a nonprofit. Someone that's trying to go out and do good work in the world to make the place, the world a better place and you go in and mess it up. That's not a good look. So, uh, so it's I've seen people talking online, like in Reddit. Uh, there's a Salesforce subreddit out there that I go into from time to time, and uh, there's a lot of words of warning, a lot of complaints out there about how people like me saying, "Oh, just go volunteer for a nonprofit." And so I do want to do my due diligence and give you some warnings that. Uh, you need to understand the fundamentals of what you're getting yourself into. And so looking at uh, links such as this, and let me give you this link. This is the, what is the household account model? And this is part of the documentation set for uh, the nonprofit success pack, which if you notice in the link, it's powerofus.force.com. 
And there's a ton of documentation here, fortunately, you know, and so you can just peruse this like any other uh, online help system. And that's what this is, is it's just this nested uh, index of articles and you can just go from one to the next and get uh, certain questions answered. But back to that data model, this is one just small example or di diagram of how these things relate. And even the terminology is different. When you're dealing with a for-profit business, opportunities are opportunities to do business and to make money by selling products or services. But in the nonprofit space, it you're looking for volunteers and you're looking for donations. And a vast majority of the time and effort and energy spent in keeping a nonprofit alive is to work opportun opportunities that have to do with donations and grants and ways of making money that aren't tied to number of hours worked or a product or a service or a widget or whatever it may be. So this household account model is one that um, you need to understand. And then as well, here is this plate of spaghetti. Okay, this is the nonprofit success pack um, entity relationship diagram. So you can add to your list of acronyms that you've learned today, ERD, okay, and that is Entity Relationship Diagram, and that's getting ready to get pasted into the chat to you all and not just to myself because I learned from my mistakes. But look at this. There's uh, the color legend here. The blue is a standard object, and you may recognize some of these standard objects from your studying towards admin certification, for example. These are some of the tested and true uh, objects that we see all the time, such as account and contact, opportunity, campaign, lead. And you may understand how all those relate, but then in the pink are the people, relationship and programs. So we have relationship, affiliation, address, and now account as well. You notice that inside of parentheses is household or organization. And so it's not necessarily a business, but it's a household oftentimes or an organization of some sort. And then you've got level engagement plan, which ties into tasks, which is a standard object. And then in yellow, you've got your fundraising pieces. And this would be how the money comes in with recurring donations and then even account soft credit and GAU allocation, general accounting unit partial soft credit deliverable and payment. And then in the gray are the lovely utility items, everyone's favorites, such as data import batches. And uh, that's a real common occurrence as well in dealing with nonprofits is a lot of data import from other systems. And I have worked on a couple of nonprofit projects and this was several years ago and it was to help uh, friends that I knew to get experience. I landed the work and then I had them do some of the work so that they had something on the resume. I don't do that anymore, so don't ask. Uh, but it was, an, but it was an interesting experience because I was, I was going out there and telling people, "Here's what to do," and so I thought, "Well, it'd be good if I actually did this, <laughs> you know, and not just, uh, just be out there saying, you know, do as I say, not as I do." So I actually went out and took a couple of projects, was able to land them because I had enough experience to pass the interviews and let them know as well that I'd be having other people helping me as well. I'm not gonna be doing all the work, but they have some experience and some level of, uh, and I would be providing the oversight, if you will. So that link uh, is the entity relationship diagram. So the reason I'm showing you this is not to scare you to death, but to make you aware that 
this is not a walk in the park. This is not a cakewalk. This is involved and it is really specific to the nonprofit space. Now, this will help you though in finding volunteer opportunities if you can speak to it and understand what these things are and how they relate to one another. And the way that you do that is not just looking at this diagram, but also installing the nonprofit success pack in a free developer account and playing around with it, okay? That's how you get experience. Now, another way that you can volunteer is to find your own opportunity through any sort of uh, nonprofit org that you have access to or friends or family that you know. It may be something related to your homeowners uh, association and uh, but you can then, once you've gotten some experience, you can sign up for a 30-day free trial of the Nonprofit Success Pack. And this is more once you're ready to start committing to doing a Salesforce implementation for a nonprofit. Salesforce provides the Nonprofit Success Pack trial. It's a 30-day trial, which they will extend if you contact them. I'm going to put that in the links now. Now, a few things to really pinpoint and highlight on this is this is with salesforce.org. That's their nonprofit arm. And after our live time here together, you can always look up the 111 model of Salesforce and how they uh, donate 1% of their profits, 1% of employees' time towards these nonprofit endeavors. And so this falls under that umbrella is this nonprofit free trials. And then last I have heard, they will give away up to 10 nonprofit licenses. And then once you grow beyond that, they start charging. But I think that there's ways that you can get a free Salesforce org for your own nonprofit. And so beyond just going to Taproot or Catch a Fire and trying to convince some other nonprofit organization to hire you, if you are involved in a nonprofit locally to yourself or even anywhere in the globe, you can go through the process of working with that organization to file for their own uh, nonprofit organization inside of Salesforce. And that can lead to either free or reduced rate licenses that then you could build your own experience, okay? Now, there's the nonprofit cloud, there's education cloud, and there's philanthropy cloud. Those are different solutions, different uh, account models. And so you'll notice here that on this page, the signup page where you can fill in the information related to your nonprofit is that there's links here. If you are a higher education institution, start a trial for higher ed. If you're a K through 12 school district or network, start a trial for K-12 architecture kit. So this is where you start to branch out into other nonprofit spaces that have to do with education as well. And then there's philanthropy cloud and links for COVID-19 related resources that you can explore also. So there's a lot of options for how you can make your own experience and you just may have to give away your time, but it's an investment in your career and in your future. And oh, by the way, you're doing some good as well, which looks really great on a resume and really, uh, I don't wanna say plays well, but is nice talking points. And if you can find something that you're passionate about and you care about, that's even better. You know, if you can find something that aligns with your own beliefs and goals and you can help bring those things into a reality and help empower others and do good, then that's something that will really be conveyed in your talking in an interview because you'll be passionate about it. And that'll come through and help you to get hired for other roles that you may be looking for down the road. And who knows, you may land a job with one of these nonprofits and start being paid, you know. Uh, let's see, another link 
And I think this is my last link and then I'll get to the questions. There's about uh, five questions, which is awesome. <clears throat> is the um, trail on trailhead for administering nonprofit success pack. And I'll give you that as well. And this will be a trailhead module uh, or trail. There's, there's different things. There's modules, there's trails, there's super badges. I get them all confused. I call everything a trail. But here's the link for that. And that will give you some hands-on experience with working in the nonprofit success pack and some of the basics and what that future holds. It's an hour and 25 minutes of fun and frivolity, but you can explore your customization options and some best practices. All of these things will be helpful for you to then go and start trying to volunteer. Don't do all this afterwards, but at the start of the process, you wanna get some experience, make your own experience, and then you can start trying to think about landing some volunteer opportunities, all right? So if you could please do this new podcaster a solid, please share this podcast with others. I also want to hear your voice. Please do reach out to me. I want to include the voices of my listeners. If you have any questions, leave that in a voice message. You may be featured in a future episode. And please subscribe, share, spread the word about you relevant. And together we'll help you and others find relevance in the economy of now. Thanks. Thanks.